Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle, the lifestyle, our, our lifestyle. lifestyle. So basically what we do, we take people, man, uh, we either put two people in a room that really don't know each other and connect them. Which hasn't happened in, in a, a long, very long time. time. But lately we've been taking people that we feel like that we should connect our audience to and we connect with their audience. You know what I'm saying? So, I, actually, I actually prefer that. Yeah, me too, man. It's, it's just better. So you know what, though? What people not might not better. realize, though, okay, that when we talk back and forth on here, this the first time that we sat down and actually talked for the week you yeah. know what i'm well, saying yeah sat down sat down and talked for the week take. so what's going on with you hey man the same thing bro i uh been fucking with some of my niggas though like i gotta get back on the on the lanes you you ready you know yeah you ready? I'm ready i got the new bowling bag rolling with me appreciate it yeah, I got yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah yeah i got the uh the the, the rag she gave me i yeah. appreciate it and i was like i gotta get back on it man and i gotta get back on it because i'm realizing right since i've been putting it in the universe i've been attracting a lot more homies who, who, I fuck with, who actually ball yeah, yeah. yeah so hosh just went to that tournament in cincinnati he did his thing uh rob kid he went out there they and did his thing. i think they were i don't know i don't know exactly what they brought home some money, though. Yeah, That's yeah. the win. Fuck the trophy. Yeah, yeah. yeah they brought home some money. So, um... I ain't really been up to nothing, man. What you uh? What you got a word? I do got a word, man. My word is prolific. That's producing in a large quantities of what great at great frequency, highly productive. The power of this. Oh, you're not gonna use that. Go ahead. No, no, I'm okay. not gonna use that. I'm not gonna use that because I ain't got a word. You know what I'm saying? I actually. Uh, nah, wait a minute though. Cause did you finish that book though? What that book? That yeah, that's yeah. The, that's gonna be my book for something else. Okay. You know what I'm it saying? It could be a book twice. Yeah, no, but I I don't got a book. You okay. know what I'm saying? I got a series of books that I've been uh actually on the Audible listening to. So what I did right is uh somebody gave me a book called The Cartel, right, bro? And, and that's then, a original. That's an original, right? So when I was reading The Cartel, I got like halfway through, and then my home girl lays me like no nah, dog it's like eight nine more of them joints so uh and i'm like no nah, i gotta read these before i holler at my man because i want him to know that we laced up on what he's doing yeah. so she gave me her audible account right yeah. so i'm on audible and i listen to the cartel one i listen to the cartel two then i go listen to murder mamas then i go back and listen to the cartel three and now i'm on a cartel four okay. so niggas like damn you will listen to all that that's like 28 hours worth of listening but i got the time to do it right yeah. so as i'm listening i say uh uh, it's these twins in the book, man. Yeah. It's Mecca and Money, right? Yeah. And at first listen, everybody is in love with Carter Jones, not Carter Diamond, because Carter Diamond died at the beginning of the first cartel book, right? Yo, that so, was a spoiler alert. If you never read it. But I'm getting to the point about the twins. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because we twins. So it's a part in the right book on. where Mecca... He got to off this nigga money, right? And everybody, like, at first read, you would be like, damn, why would he do that? Why would Mecca do that? Then later on in the series, Carter do the same thing to Mecca. So instead of telling y'all about the book, I got to ask my man, when you was writing about Mecca killing money because basically the emotions and then when Carter killed Mecca... Did you feel like that they was in the same, at one in the same? Because after Carter killed Mecca, I said they exactly the same. Yeah. They exactly the same. And a lot of people like, what you mean? So I had to break it down. And then I said, you know what? 
I ain't gonna break it down. I'm gonna let the person who wrote it break it down. So who we got on the show today? Man, we got uh, uh, Arthur, who is very prolific. When you get to going into his catalog, that's why I chose that word. Of course, people think of that word now and think of Nip, but these words had meaning before him. That's why he chose those words. And we got Jaquavius coming. Now, before you answer that, me and my brother speak everything into existence, good or bad. So I tell you a story about something bad we spoke into existence. My brother was going to court. It was his last day in court. I think he was getting, was you getting sentenced? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was getting sentenced. And right before he got sentenced, it was an Arab up there. And the Arab got caught with like 20 pounds, maybe. He walked out the courtroom. And I never forget, I said, damn, if I can get caught with 20 pounds and walk out the courtroom, I'll do that, right? A year to the date later, we got caught with 20 pounds, so they say, because the box was never open, but this is what they say. Then we got probation and walked out the courtroom. So I said, that shit real. The power of, of it is really in your mind yeah, and yeah, the subconscious, yeah. that's real. On one ten eighteen, we wrote an outline for this episode. It's 2019. On 110.18, we wrote an outline for this episode. And we said, because we got a list that we put out of people who we want, but then we got a list of people who we really want, who we said, if we do what we're supposed to do, they'll find us. You was on that list. We wrote our first outline for this episode on 110.18. So for y'all people who don't think that the power of the mind, the subconscious, speaking anything into existence, good or bad, that's true. Because I was looking at my notes. I'm like, man, I think we... We did this before. We just got updated. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was one ten eighteen. But that question was great, by the way. Uh, could you answer that <laughs> about, the, uh, about Carter and, and, and Mecca? Because yeah. I favor Mecca now that I've got deeper and deeper into the shit. Like yeah. I fuck with Mecca the most, and the reason I fuck with Mecca is because of this. Because at the end of the day, he was like Carter Jones mm-hmm. and Mecca. Are exactly the same. Mecca just more ruthless. Carter just smarter. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. a lot of people like, oh, they love Carter though. Like everybody, yeah. they hate Mecca and love Carter until I. <laughs> so could you? I just want you to break down when 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 Carter killed Mecca. How that it was the exact same thing as when Mecca killed Money because people don't see it like that. And I noticed because we uh, a lot of people was talking about it. And I'm like, no, nah, yeah. I'm gonna let my man's explain it to y'all. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, um, first and foremost, man, I wanna. I want to say thank y'all, man. I really appreciate y'all bringing me on here. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you coming, bro. Yeah, I I like podcasts, man, but more in particular, I like y'all podcasts. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Because um, y'all from where I'm from, yeah. But y'all speak with intelligence, and um, I just I don't know how I found y'all punk. I mean, y'all podcast. Think my homie was on it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, this is like one of my favorite podcasts, man. Yeah, because y'all keep it real, y'all keep it a bug, and it's always good to be in the company of people that's like real. Yeah, yeah. appreciate you. But um, circling back to your question, right? So our ideology is this: like when you in the streets, man, and you getting into certain things, right? Your life moving so fast, you really got to crush your teeth, dot your eyes, and this is. Whenever you selling dope at a high level, right? Like the people that raised me, or you grew up with, it's certain things you gotta take with that game, like all the good shit you take with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a flip side to it. it's the bad things you gotta take with it too. So when you moving fast in this in this turmoil, in this concrete jungle, right? You gotta kind of 
you got to stop problems before they happen. So like one of my mentors told me, <clears throat> what's the best way to avoid popping a pill? What's the best way to avoid taking aspirin? I said, what? He said, don't get the headache. All right? He said, don't get the headache. Yeah. So, so what I mean by that is like when you're in the streets and you get money at a high level, that means the stakes are higher. Right. So when you got people around you that know everything about you, that move the way you move, that their stakes are high too, when they do something that's untrustworthy or do something that can potentially bite you three years later, right? four years later, sometimes you got to cut the problem right then and there. Because if you don't cut today, mishappen might be tomorrow's funeral for you. Or you present see? time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Essentially, which would be your funeral if you at that high yeah, of a yeah. level. Absolutely. See, people don't understand. Uh, now, y'all could talk about playing in the sandbox, but I'm talking about selling dope at a high level with millions at stake, right. where niggas' lives are safe. If you get caught, you land down forever. Right. right. So when I write about brothers and loved ones killing each other, this is real. This is right, th- right. this shit happened in my world. Right. And it, it ain't because of um a evil spirit. It ain't because of um you just a bad person. It's just self preservation, right? And that and, and that's what come along with the game. See, I think a lot of people when they be like, I don't have a choice. I was forced to do this. But when when you forced to do that, then you really got to be dedicated to the game. Like a lot of these people who, no matter the level, high or small, when they get in the game, they really don't be dedicated to the game. See, right. it, it's a real lifestyle. It's it, 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 it's it's shit that you if you're not willing. Like I'm a twin, right? right. If my brother fuck up. Or if my brother snitch, if I'm not willing to do the same thing that I would do for him to him because it's my brother, then you're not ready for the game because sure. the rules and the code is if you violate, you go. Now, do I want to kill my brother? No, but my brother know the game. If you right. if, if 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 my pops was a snitch, and my pops don't get a pass because he my pops, we right, got to deal right, with right. this accordingly, and that's the yeah. game. And I don't think people understand that, and they don't. A lot of niggas get into the game because we. It's it's like you see niggas come in at the low level or you see uh somebody coaching somebody else. You know like okay, he going to be the next one because right. he under such and such. He go understand the game because whatever you learn the game from is the rules you go play by. So if you learn the game from a snitch, that's going to be okay with you. Right. If you learn the game from a like a hustler and a killer they not the same. I know a bunch of hustlers who won't kill shit. I know a bunch of killers who can't hustle. But people, but people like to lump that in. Like it's gangsters and it's gangsters. And then see the thing is, it is that since it fall in the underworld, people automatically assume that everybody in the underworld is the, the same. same thing. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? So like you were saying, when it come down to it, if I'm dedicated to the game, it's certain shit that I'm not gonna do because I know fully that my brother will knock me off. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right, right. I, that I'm don't not scared rules. of nobody else. I'm like, damn, dog. I can't not avoid going around you. How I'm going to avoid going around you when we ride in the same car and then you find out I'm the nigga about to get take the whole organization right. down. And Although that, that, that would never happen. Right. We're talking, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? None of that would never happen because when we dedicated, we dedicated. So, uh, But that's why, that's that's why, why people don't understand, understand that the mob sends your best friend to kill you because y'all took the oath together. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, and just to, just to re- um, reiterate a point, right? Like, I know it seemed cold-hearted. Like, people that haven't read the cartel, they're like, yo, 
one twin. <laughs> right, killed, what are they killed, talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like one twin killed another twin. All right, you have to tell them the context. Like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm about. I, 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 okay, so the context is this, right? Mm-hmm. So Mecca and Money are Carter's Diamond's sons. They twins. One of them is it's it's the the classic one twin is smooth the other twin is a hot head story but the smooth so called smooth twin money violated the fuck out of Mecca because he was sleeping with his girlfriend and got her pregnant and then Mecca found out and he and he and he killed him you know what I'm saying yeah. and at first read I'm like damn how could you kill your brother but then the real me was like that's that like that's the ultimate betrayal because no matter how Mecca was treating the young lady. Money knew how he really felt about her. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. and you know what? I, I don't want to vouch for um for Mecca killing his brother like it was cool. Cause that, I, no, no, it's not that, cool. It's that, just the game. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the game, and, and it's <laughs> yeah. some sucker stroke shit. Like I never killed my man over, over no, no, yeah, yeah right, over right. A female. But you got to understand what type of character Mecca was. Mecca wasn't the typical character. Yeah. He was everything. Good about a hustler. Yeah. He was everything bad about a hustler. He was. He was. He was. The, he was the game. He was. He was poor. He was. He was tailor made for the yeah. game and tailor made to talk over. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he had mental issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Besides mental the mental issues, issues he'd get hella cokey. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you hear me? <laughs> you know yeah, and yeah. now it's gonna be a Carter series, right? Yeah, well, we, we already started. Um, I want to talk to you about that, yeah. about the car, because somebody asked me, because I, so I, we've been anticipating this, and I've been okay. telling everybody who I know fuck with your books, like, yeah. my man's coming, we go, we go, what, do you got any questions for him? Is it something that you would yeah. want to ask him? So yeah. apparently, it's a Carter Diamond series yeah. that's before the cartel, Absolutely. but it's actually extremely hard to find in paperback. Like, where, yeah. where can people get this? Yo, it's coming soon. It's only, um, it's only an ebook form right now because oh, okay. we did we did it for a purpose. Okay, oh, then, okay. and then I seen that that was on Audible, and I seen that it was kind of these are seven eight hour books that yeah. that you listened to, and then I seen the Carter Diamond series wasn't as long. Yeah, they short. Cause, yeah, because they was novellas, right? And we never want to sell our fans nothing short for full price, so that's why we only did an ebook. Okay, okay. We, we we slow rolling that. Okay. All right. So it's my homegirl Ebony, she wanted to know. So Eb is is coming. It's just an ebook. So yeah, it's so coming. we gonna get like that. But so let's get down to business. We here and we kicking it and like we got a lot to talk about. So we don't know how much time, but we go do our thing. So why literature? Like why why would you why why literature? Well, you know what, man. I um I'm gonna be honest, man. Um. I was like a troubled youth. Yeah. Not troubled, like, I'm just the same nigga that, that you are. You right. know, just getting in trouble in class, talking, right? So, my um, teachers used to kick me out of school all the time, right? But, you know, I, I grew up in like a foster home. I didn't really have, you know, I didn't really have no stable environment, you know? Right. But, I mean, I wasn't no horrible kid, but I was bad, you know? Getting right, in trouble, right. kicked out of school, right? And one of the teachers, she wasn't even my grade level teacher. She was like the sixth grade teacher or something. Her name was Mildred Robinson, God rest her soul. She um she saw I kept on getting kicked out, but she knew my situation because our community was very small, the right. board of Flint. Right. She went to the principal and said, like, you keep on kicking that boy out. He, he ain't doing nothing but walking around the neighborhood, getting in trouble. Let him serve a suspension in my class. Yeah. That was honorable for yeah, her. Yeah, absolutely. So she was an English teacher. Yeah. So honest to God, I probably was kicked out 70% of the school year, right? Yeah. So 70% of my time was in this English class right. and on a level that was higher than mine. I'm talking about I'm 
first, second grade. And you're in a sixth grade English I'm class. I'm in a sixth grade English class. As they switching classes, I'm staying there. Yeah. It's almost so like this. All day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then um, she used to make me do this. I don't know if y'all remember, right? It was this little program called Hooked on Phonics. Yeah. yeah. Right? And we used to blaze. Well, we used to talk shit. Like, they be like, nigga, you stupid. You hooked on Phonics. Yeah, y'all know yeah, the whole yeah, shit, right? Yeah. But she just made me do this program. That's what I did all day, every day. And then when I got done, I wrote a report about it. Now, I used to think she was mean. But shit, by the time I got in sixth grade, I was writing at a college, like a a college level student at a sixth grade pace, man. Like I really accelerated because right. I ain't do shit but write because yeah. I kept on getting in trouble. Right, and right. actually, the hook on phonics is 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 shaping you because yeah. it's teaching you how these words supposed to sound and the meaning of them yeah. and everything like that. Because that's what phonics is: is how the words supposed to be. Uh, Articulated. Yeah, yeah. Articulated. Yeah, so the phonetics. Sound like you yeah. might need some hookup. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but the phonetics and um actually um the comprehension of words right. came easy to me. And I just was um I was getting better and better. And I didn't really know that she helped me out until I got a little bit older and I started to write. And that shit was like turning on the faucet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I jumped off the porch early and I was School wasn't like the main priority for me. Yeah. But when I got a little bit later on in life, when I started writing, that shit was like, whew. I'm like, damn, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? And um, that's the seed that eventually became the tree that gave y'all the leaves, which we call the books. Yeah. You know? So you said yeah. you grew up in foster care at what age? Yeah. Well, I got uh, we got we got taken away from my mom when I was like eight. Yeah. Right. And um, how it happened was, um, my mama. Um, she was a very pretty lady, you know. So she used to owe all the hustlers, man. Like she oh, you know how it go. Yeah. I don't know if y'all ever sold anything, but you know, if y'all all live in the same neighborhood, you can get credit from everybody because they know where you live. Right, they, right. Yeah. They know exactly where you yeah. live. They know the mailman gonna deliver that check on the first. Yeah. But my mama promised eight different hustlers when I get my check on the first high. So first of the month, my mama sitting in the house. Can't go nowhere. She can't buy no dope from nobody. She can't even go outside because everybody, you they, know, they, 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 they wait on. Yeah. So she would tell me, she, they used to call me Quavo. She said, Quavo, come here. She told me to turn my head. I opened up my hand. She put something in my hand. She said, go and get us the nephew. He going to put something in your hand. You close it. You walk back down here. If you look in your hand, I'm going to whoop your ass. Right. As an eight-year-old, that shit horrified me. So I'm shit. I ain't look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And nephew was a cool young nigga. I used to always want to go down to nephew house because he had like the Sega Genesis and right, right, right. You know, had the nice cars. All the pretty girls was down there. So I went down there. He'd do the same shit. He'd take the money out of my hand. He'd tell me to look the other way. He'd put something in my hand. I hold that motherfucker. I walk down. I serve my mama. Now I did this for a long time. Yeah. This was our little thing. And one day. Um, nephew told me he was like, um, I came and he was just like, man, Quavo, how old is you? I said, man, I'm, I'm eight. I said I'm eight or nine. I don't want to lie, it was eight or nine. And he said, man, you know, you know what you be doing? I said, what? He said, man, you, you selling dope. I said, he said, man, listen, man. He said, you be coming over my house two, three times a day, man. He said, listen, man, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna cut it up into little twenty little pieces. I think he gave me like, probably gave me a ball or something. Yeah. He said, okay, when your mama asks you. He was like, her friends be over there too? I'm like, yeah. He was like, all right, cool. So this is what you do. So when they ask you for something, instead of coming down to my house, just walk around the corner 
and just come back and give it to them. When they give you the money, you put the money in your shoebox. And, you know, every 20 you make, you keep five, you bring me back 15. Right. So I did this for a long time. And then my mama friends would come and get high with her. I would just have all the money. And um, at a young age, man, well, it ain't a lot now, but I think at a young I had like like $2,000. Uh, that is a lot now because the average yeah. American family don't have fifteen hundred dollars liquid. Wow, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you got eleven hundred dollars, as a no matter what age, yeah, like you do it, you moving. So you speak about nephew. So basically, nephew was raising you in the game, yeah. but it's just through the through the method because you he raising you through your mom and her friends, and um, being taken at at eight between eight and ten just from doing my research. So being taken at about eight and ten, looking back, two C's was planted, right? The literature teacher uh-huh. and uh the drug game, yeah. right? And those two C's is actually the where the writing come from, why the writing is so authentic. Mm-hmm. What would you tell that eight to ten year old who got put in the system? Well, what would you look back and tell your eight to ten year old self? Well, I mean I really don't know, man. What what I do know is I didn't understand the significance of what was happening to me in my brain. <clears throat> I um I <laughs> I was poisoning my mama and didn't really understand it. Right, you right. Know what I'm saying? I, well well let let's yeah. let's touch touch on that. Like yeah. do you feel like you was poisoning her because yeah. Even if you didn't do it, you felt you know like she would do it anyway. So did you 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 do you feel like she was poisoning herself and yeah, her influence I mean. over you made you a pawn in that? Like if yeah. if she would have told you like yeah. this is what I'm doing, blah blah blah. I don't think like subconsciously you're doing it because she's telling you to. It's not like the first time you served her, you came home and was like a, a crack dealer already. No, no from see, from the story that you're yeah, telling. Yeah. See, but I I didn't know, man. I, I didn't only thing. That I knew, and I'm glad y'all brought it up because when we got taken away from her, that's when I understood I was doing something wrong because oh, okay. a guy, um, I forgot his name, um, he came in and I was trying to show him that I had all this money in the shoebox. And he was older. He was like uh, my mom's friend. He was a hustler too, but I think he sold something else. I can't remember what he sold, but he sold something else. And he he looked at me. And I showed him, I mean, look, I got, and he, this a hustler. This nigga, eyes got watery. Like he was finna cry. Yeah. And he just, I didn't understand. I'm looking at him like. I'm a hustler too. Yeah. Like, like I'm showing him this money and this nigga looking at, looking at me like he wanted to cry. But my grown mind, he looking like, man, your mama got you doing this. You selling dope to your mama. You a little ass boy. Right, right. And I, I think he the one that told the people, um, CPS, because yeah. they came like a week later. Oh, so now that you look back at it, yeah. you, like you can ch- uh, track the chain of it. Yeah, and, and and that's when we got taken away from her, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So me telling, I, I couldn't have told myself nothing because I really didn't, didn't know, know what was going on. Understand. That's different. You know like, uh, that's different than a grown-up doing it. Right, right. I did that as an adult. Well, I thought I was an adult. I did that as an adult, but that's what made me get out the game. Okay. Because I'm a strong believer in uh, shit like Coach for Kids and shit, right? Okay. So Coach for Kids, for example, I feel like they should never have to get money from the public. All hustlers Mm -hmm. should contribute to Coach for Kids because at the end of the day, that's where the money goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So as an adult, 
and uh, it's it's something that I get into this deeper content wise, and I'm gonna let my man keep that. But uh, as a adult, uh, we used to work and always had some type of work. We 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 our 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 drug of choice was marijuana. Okay. But I, I was hanging around my cousins like crazy, and these niggas was on that level. So I'm yeah. looking at my brother like, look, if you fuck with the with the weed. I fuck with the other shit, yeah. and we'd be like rich. Like you, you feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And uh, like since I already have my own money, like we got a spot. My dad put me down with the spot, right? Okay. Like, but you know, my pop's been a drug addict since yeah. shit. I can remember he put me down with the spot, but this was the thing. He used to coach me and be like, "No, nah, dog around the corner, his twenties look like this, so your right. shit should look like this." So I used to be like, "Damn, uh, but I, I know if my shit better." Yeah. I find out for you, and uh-huh. he'd go smoke it. Uh-huh. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And well, you know, it's him, my uncle, and shit, my uncle David and shit. It was they crib, yeah. so I'm like, damn, I got my own spot. But this nigga telling me like this the best shit out here. Like he yeah. he he he, he gassed me like you yeah. about to you about to blow. Yeah. And then one day like I'm talking to the nigga and he like, no, you cutting that shit too small. I told you dog shit. And then he like went in the bathroom, dog. You hit that shit. That nigga ran out the house. Yeah. I'm like, damn, nigga, this some yeah. like. Yeah. But I was disgusted. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Disgusted. I sold that sack. I never touched crack again because I'm like, uh-huh. the same feeling that I just gave him, I'm giving another parent who running out the house on their children. Because yeah. that's how I, 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 I'm like, damn, like, wait a minute. Yeah. This nigga just ran out the house. This shit so good. Yeah. But that's bad for me because when I'm serving other parents, yeah. they running out the house on their children. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm 19. So I'm like, I could feed myself and shit. Yeah. But what about an eight-year-old kid or a baby who yeah. don't know that they just got left alone because some dope so good? Real you shit. feel what right, I'm saying? Right. So um, Flint, Michigan. So yeah. you from the fifth ward of Flint. That's the west side of town? Or or no, I, I mean the fifth is like it's midtown right before you head midtown. To downtown. And yeah. you normally don't hear people mention wards up up north and all of that, but all a ward is for people who don't know is a, a voting district. district. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah. But we don't use like in, we from Inkster, we from the third ward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which would have been cool in the Master P days because third ward was it. Yeah. But so what 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 did the fifth ward do to you? What did the car wash do to you? I know like the yeah. car wash played like a big part in your life. So what did the yeah. car wash do to you? Well, um, where car wash is a place I started to work when I was like 11. Yeah. And uh, this guy named Kenneth Fat Rat McKnight, he, um, a lot of people looked up to him in the hood. He just took a liking to me. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was a hustler. He was a, a businessman. He was young. He was getting to it. And, um, he gave me a job and, um, I used to get a dollar every time I washed the car. Right. And I learned so much in that car wash because every nigga used to come through there, right? I mean, the hustlers used to come through there because they know that it was like home for them. Like, right, right. If, if you was doing the transaction, you might come meet at the car wash. You know, so both of y'all get your car wash, you know what I'm saying? But you get you get that bag, I get this bag. Right, right. It's real smooth. It was real, all the gangsters respected this owner. He right. just was, um, he, he, he turned in, well, first he was my mentor, then he turned into a father figure. Then he turned into my brother, yeah. you know, and now he like my best friend. He like my um, he my counsel, yeah, right, right. You know, and um, it, it really molded me into the man I am today because I I learned how to move. Like, see, the New York niggas fucked up the game, the TVs fucked up the game. Where I'm from, the niggas that's really getting money, really getting money, you can't look at them and point them out, right, right. Because the niggas that's really getting money. 
they sell bricks at night, but in the daytime they got a nine to five. Right, and because they don't, it like when he say that the TV fucked up the game is because everybody want to be seen, everybody want to be somebody. So you got a bunch of niggas running around who look like they might be doing something, yeah. and that's fucking up the niggas who go to work in the morning and sell dope at night because a lot of people don't really realize. What the game really is They yeah. think it's all flash They think it's all wins well, like, they, they ain't even the game though bro Like see in hustling man I, I just want to tell any young nigga Cause I ain't gonna tell you what to do I ain't gonna tell you You don't need to do this man Cause you are gonna do what you wanna do anyway Right But I'm gonna tell you something That my OGs told me a long time ago Right And I, I use it to this day Like When you doing something When you selling something When you doing something illegal man Alright It's like a Um it's a hierarchy in the game, right? Yeah. The niggas that's getting a lot of money, right, and they flashy, and they the top dog, they going to get hit because everybody know who they is, right? The motherfuckers that's stupid and don't know how to hustle right, don't move right, they going to get hit too. The niggas that don't get hit is the niggas that stay in pocket. Yeah. The niggas yeah. that's getting money, keep a job, stay low key, and stay in pocket. Right, you got to ride. I mean, I'm sorry, you got to ride that wave in the middle. That's how you get rich. Like niggas idolizing niggas in jail, but I know niggas that was millionaires right now, and they ain't never did a day because nobody yeah, never knew they, they did it. Doing their thing, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's some heavy game, and I hope that people take that and and, and live with that and use that. So boom, right? So um, you discovered that you had the talent the right way early on because uh, the, the the teacher put that in you, yeah. and then you discovering your hustling because actually your mother put that in you, yeah. and then you go to the car wash and you and you meet what is now your counsel. And when he say counsel, that means that that's who he go to when he about to make a decision and he needs some advice. Like Every time. The, it's the circle of influence, like. Me and my brother are each other's counsel, and then I got other big homies that I could call. I ain't even gonna call them my big homies. Like I got other respected people that I look up to that I could call, and we can get down to it. And they go tell me, I ain't gonna tell you what to do. I'm yeah. just, these are your choices. So if 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 you a young dude or if you whatever game Every, you're everybody in, everybody, everybody need a, a counsel, a, a circle yeah. of influence. Absolutely. So. In the summer of 2001, you were 16 years old and you had amassed a, a, a fortune of $100,000. Like, so yeah, yeah. what is a 16 year old Flint native doing with this $100,000? Because this is 2001. So, yeah. like, this it's is still good out there in the streets. <laughs> yeah, in 2001. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, anybody, in anything I tell you, I want y'all to do research on it and check my, like, check my flags, check yeah. my badges. Like, I mean, I was doing stupid nigga shit, man. I had a bright red car <laughs> with with D's on that motherfucker with yeah. bang in the back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Old school, 84 colors, T-top. Y'all know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I had those. I had about three of them. Yeah. You know, I painted one red, and I couldn't understand why the police kept on pulling me up. I was that's, so naive that's and that stupid. Eye candy. That yeah. red is that I was so candy. stupid. I was like, man, y'all fucking with me. No, I, I you was hot. fucking with yeah. myself. Yeah. I, was being, I looked like I was fucking, yeah, you know? Yeah, but that was my only mistake. Because I, I kind of, after that, I toned it down. Yeah, I toned it down. But other than that, that car, you know, which I sold it after I, <laughs> <laughs> man, we were just stacking, man. Yeah. It wasn't about that, man. I was just, you know, I, you got to understand, I, it don't matter how much money you get, man. Because if you can't manage $10,000, you, you ain't going to be able to manage, manage $10 million. Yeah. So I already had money. Even if 
if it was only that little punky $1,500 at eight years old, I had money. Yeah. So when I got older and I got 100000 it wasn't nothing because I'm like, all right, stack it. Yeah, so when, yeah. it, when the time comes and I need it, I got it. Yeah, you know? yeah. so, but but 2001, not to cut you off, sorry about that, 2001 was also significant in your life because mm-hmm. you met the love of your life in yeah, 2001. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about that story. Like I, I'm familiar with the story. Yeah, you know what I'm too. saying? We both familiar with the story, okay. but to actually hear you tell the story to us and our listeners. Yeah, so to, to talk about what changed in your life in 2001 and yeah. and because th- this is where all the, the books actually come into play at in Absolutely. a sense like this is yeah. the beginning of these book series so let's talk about that story that ultimately led you to your wife like like yeah well all right so at that time i was um i was 16 i had a nice clientele right like me i never like stood on the corner and like hustle you gotta remember they taught me kind of like you gotta hustle like with a satellite mentality. Yeah. So if you gotta play on the on 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 third street, that means you should be sitting on sixth street waiting for it. Yeah. Not, you know, on the block hand to hand. That's never what I did. So all my clientele was I did wholesale. You know what I'm saying? It was bricks and more with me. Like that's all I used to do. Right. So um I ran into this white boy and um Automatically, man, I hate to say this, but when you get a white customer in the hood and he trying to buy a white nigga, I'm taxing him. Right, so right, I'm like, right. You know, but it was the overplay for the underplay. I didn't even get it because the first day he said he wanted, um, he said he wanted to get to some bricks, but he said, let me just make sure it's, it's good, good first. Yeah, so so he said, I need a zip, which we, we call that a zip. It's an ounce. Yeah. So boom, a couple, later, a couple uh, hours later, he came back and said, yo, I need whoop whoop. Then he said, well, I need a four-way. You know what I'm saying? Then he said, I need a nine piece. And it's all the same day. Yeah, it's all the same day. And he not a smoker, so how would he know if this was good or not? Yeah, see, I'm just stupid, man. Like, I, I was fucking blinded by the money. I'm thinking a white boy. I'm like, man, I'm finna, man, I'm finna run through this nigga pockets, man. I'm gonna yeah. charge him about 40 for the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I was hitting him over the head for the nine piece anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, he wasn't really no threat to me because yeah. he was like, you know. But so when he wanted the nine piece, I told him where to meet me at. It was this little park behind uh, Westwood Elementary. It was in the elementary parking lot too. It was crazy. And, um, Is this the elementary that you attended? That you did all the uh, that uh, the lady? No, nah, nah, okay, nah, okay, nah, okay. No, nah, my uh, that elementary was called Dort Elementary. But this particular elementary, I had him meet me in because there wasn't no traffic there. It was after the, uh, it was um like right after school, and um, I met him there. I had the red colors. I pulled out. And um, jumped out, about to walk over to his car. When I walked over to his car, I heard this little chirp. Y- y'all know the chirp with the police yeah. shit. I thought that was fucking peculiar. Oh. You yeah, understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, fuck that, man. So shit, I turned around. Shit. Got back in my car. I had the little nine piece right here, like, in the front. You know how y'all tuck yeah, it? Tuck, yeah. Yeah, so, boom. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. So I pulled out. When I pulled out, he followed me. I looked in my rear view. I saw about three other cars come out. Yeah, I said, yeah. yo. Fuck it. So I put, you know, I put the pedal to the metal. Yeah. Straight up. What I kind said, of engine you having that colors? I had it. You know what? I dropped it. <laughs> no, no. Listen, because everybody used to do this. You know, um, um, I put a three fifty. Yeah. Chevy, because you know, back in the day, that's like a broke man's yeah, dream. Yeah. That you yeah. man, oh, or we, you put the vet engine in yeah, that motherfucker. Yeah. Look, man, look, we used to fucking rent U-Hauls and and strip that bitch and put the U-Haul engine in the motherfucking T-top. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what we used to do. So, you know, I dropped that bitch in there. I saw them behind me, so I just took off, right? So I'm going down the street. I wasn't finna get in no high-speed chase with the cops, man. That just wasn't me. I'm like, yo, fuck that. So 
what I did is pull into a parking lot. Now the parking lot I pulled into was adjacent to another street. So if I hopped the gate, the cops would have to drive all the way well, around, around yeah. to get to me. And that would have gave me time to throw this shit, right? So I hopped the gate, took the shit out of my pants, threw it in the bush. I ran onto the street and I kind of let them catch up with me. They tackled me, put me on the curb, put me in the handcuffs. Now, the guy that I was serving came and he fucking had his uh, little police shit yeah. badge that hung around his neck. He was like, I saw him throw it in the bush. And my heart dropped because I know I had just threw, threw it in, in that bush. bush yeah. man. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, yeah, I'm finna go to jail. Yeah. His partner went to check the bush. It wasn't nothing in the bush. He said, yo, it ain't nothing here. He said, you come sit here with him. I know exactly where it's at. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. like, fuck. So he went over there. He shook that bitch down for like two minutes. He couldn't see it. So I'm looking directly at the spot where I threw it at. Because you still thinking like, I'm going to come and find this yeah. shit. It wasn't there. So look, they questioned me for a minute. They like, yo, where is that? I know they, sh nigga, I, it wasn't on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they had to let me go. So I just thought it was divine intervention or something. Yeah. I'm like, yo, maybe I was moving too fast. Maybe I didn't throw it over there. Yeah, I was like, yo, <laughs> just God just looked out for me, you know? So I really just didn't think that what really happened happened. So yeah. I went home and I got a call from this young lady. I'm going to keep her name out. But yeah. I got a call from this young lady, and she said, um, we all like went to the same school. I was going to the school called Hammond at the time. And she said, yo, I got a friend that want to talk to you. And I was like, all right. I'm like, she cute. She's like, yeah, but it's real important. <laughs> She's like, she want to talk to you. So she said, Oh, yo, you think it just yeah, want to talk to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, she said, I think she said, like, I, it's been so long ago. I think she said, yo, I, I saw what happened today. So I hung up on it. They called back and she said, yo, I got it. I was like, you got it? She like, that was my house that you ran behind. I was hopping off the bus. I saw it. I just, I put it in the house for you. I said, wow. So I went and checked her later that night, man. She dropped all that shit on my lap. I want nothing missing or nothing. Yeah. Yo, man, that been my bitch. <laughs> that, that was the that, realest that. shit. Listen, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to understand, I'm from a place where from that was the come up. That that yeah. was her. If she had another boyfriend or an uncle yeah. or a daddy, that was that was their blessing. Listen, yeah. man, I never had loyalty my whole life. My mom didn't show me loyalty. Right. I listen. So I'm meeting this girl for the first time. I ain't putting in no work or nothing. She just open. She like, man. She like here. Like I wanted to help you out. Man, that was the realest shit. If she had me right there, yeah, right, that, right, that, right. that made my best friend and my girlfriend since then. Well, that was yeah. twenty years ago. Right, I'm right. thirty four. It was about eighteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. That's love, bro. That's yeah. love. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? What I I'm, because a nigga don't understand, like nigga, all she had to do was mention that to a boy cousin, anybody. Like, you, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, what? She could have told her mama. Her yeah. mama was like, "Hey, I, I, I know what it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, take it somewhere because it's like that. Flint, Angster, Saginaw, them cities like that, nigga. Mm -hmm. That's a that's it. That's the that's, that'll up. put a motherfucker on yeah. that level for that'll be somebody could be telling that story right now today. How his homegirl found that in the bushes and, and they, they got on ever since, Real and they could shit. be telling the story. Yep. So boom, well, hold on though, because what I, because what and ultimately. What that was it with that situation though, like because you actually yeah. was fucking with an undercover. Yeah, but it wasn't. See, when I was serving him, it wasn't a lot because he was inching it up. Yeah, the nine piece was the, the that, that's that, when that, he started. That, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it it never came through. Like when when they tried to set me up for the nine piece, that's when they that's thought when they, they was gonna hit yeah, me. Yeah. But it wasn't like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It wasn't. You know, 
it wasn't in their cars to get me. Yeah, yeah, you know basically, it wasn't in their cars to get me. And I and I really hate shit like that because with these cities, especially small cities, and when I say small city, Flint not a small city by far, but when it yeah. comes to Detroit, it's a small city. Yeah, Amster a small city. Sometimes a a a, a bird would be like the biggest bust in the city's history for a long right, time. Right. And I just hate how they put the dope in these communities. You yeah, feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like my nigga, like. You the police, you trying to inch up a 16-year-old. Obviously, yeah. they did the history. Like, you didn't yeah. meet that nigga by chance. They yeah. was targeting you, we could say. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So that's like entrapment anyway. Yeah, it, it was a lot of bullshit in the game with that. And you know what? They That was our first time really hand-to-hand, too, because yeah. when it was that much, I wasn't sending nobody to meet him around it. Like, right, right. when he got up to the nine piece, I'm like, It's right. on you. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's I my put, play. Yeah. Hell yeah, you ain't gonna <laughs> trust that. But everything else was, you know, you meet him up here on third, whoop de whoop But that one was the eye, right, you know. And I'm just so, I'm so money hungry. I'm thinking, like, I ain't even thinking about that nine piece. I'm thinking about what's about to come. Hell, I'm like, them. so he did that and did that. I said, okay, when I hit him with this nine, he gonna come and get the whole thing and I'm gonna hit him over the head. I'm thinking about the 40. Yeah. And yeah. I can get it for the 21. I'm thinking, like, oh yeah, this is. I just came up. I'm on now. I'm on. Yeah. So uh, you meet Ashley and y'all rocking, and then boom, uh, y'all living together. Y'all so basically y'all teenagers and y'all living in adult life. Yeah, because you know what, I was in foster care. So, um, oh, you still was in foster care at this time? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was actually you, in foster care. So basically, you was a ward of the state, or you yeah. had like a foster family? No, I had a look. I had a foster home, but I wasn't never there. Like, yeah. And at some point, she was just like, "Man, you ain't never here. Like, you don't ask me for nothing." She was like, "What you need to do." is write a letter to the judge and tell him you got a job at the car wash. Like she thought I was getting all this money at the car wash, but yeah. I, I ain't even barely come home. It wasn't. Nothing. She was just getting a check from me. I mean, from the state. Yeah. And she didn't mind. Yeah. You no, know, she was a she, good lady. She wasn't, and you wasn't a t- like because it, it'd be two type of foster kids. Is ones that give those people prop the parents problems, and then it's like what you're doing. Yeah, you at know, sixteen, yeah. I wasn't getting in trouble in school no more. I was getting money, so yeah. it wasn't nothing. Like I barely was there. I wasn't, you know, she wasn't tripping. She was getting the check, you know. You ain't keeping up no trouble. They come back to her. Yeah, like it just was a smooth thing. And she just sat me down and was like, yo, like you could write a letter to the judge and, you know, you probably can get your own apartment and, and you she, you make more money than me. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I wrote a letter to the judge. I told him um, I got my um, my bosses to write a letter saying like, yo, he's a responsible young man. He whoop-de-whoop, you know. Yeah. So they gave me, um, I forgot, I got, um. Emancipated. emancipated. Yeah, yeah, I got emancipated. So um, I had my own apartment. This was like right after I met her, like maybe four months into the relationship. I got yeah. emancipated. I got my own crib. And, um, you know, she, her living situation wasn't the best. You know, I love her mama to death. So I don't yeah. want to tell her story. I'll let her come and tell you all that. Yeah. But her story and her living situation wasn't the best. And I had my own shit. I'm like, man, you my girlfriend. You know, come and just live with me. Right. So, you know, we shit, we was going to school. Like, you know, she was 15, I was 16. That's so what we I was had just a, about to ask. Yeah, What's we had our own shit. Yeah. No, no, yeah. we only a couple of months uh, away from each other. So we rocked out, man. She, she kept me going to school. You know what I'm saying? She gave me, that was the first time in my life I really had like structure. Structure. Structure, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So the real, the, the actual y'all writing together came out of a tragedy in 2003. So y'all had a tragedy that we want you to talk about, which actually turned into a triumph. A triumph. This was like, yeah. like, this wow, was, y'all did y'all research, man. That's refreshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah. that's what we do. So, yeah. um, when, you, 
leading up to 2003, y'all just a young couple in love. You getting your money, you yeah. making sure she go to school. Like yeah. at this time before the tragedy happened, what future did you see for y'all? Well, I mean, man, look, man, I was getting so much money. Um, you know, I just thought I was gonna do that forever or, or die in it. You know, right, so, right. So you, right. Had you was, you was accepted. Yeah, yeah. With it. yeah. So I really just was on some shit like, man, I don't think I'm on. Cause I mean, the shit I was doing, it was like, if I ever got caught, I was gonna lay down forever, yeah. or somebody was gonna try to come and get it. You know, what right, I'm right. It was, it was. This is the high yeah. level, the high yeah, stakes. So I, yeah. So I always just wanted a child. You know what I'm saying? So man, we we started trying to trying to have a baby like from like 15 no she was 15 i was 16 and she could never hold it man like she had like four miscarriages in like in like short amount of time right right, right. every time you know when she first it was the first time she got pregnant uh we was happy yeah you know what i'm saying and then a miscarriage happened then she get pregnant again then but this time i think she she kind of like she I mean, it went a little farther yeah, than normal. So, so we excited now. So we like we we going to Walmart in the middle of the night, picking unisex shit. Yeah. Like y'all getting ready. We getting diapers. We getting we so excited, man. Our whole little apartment was full of baby shit, right? Yeah. And we like, yo, this one really gonna go. Like you shit, you two months out, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. gonna go. And um she woke up one night, man, just blood was everywhere, man. So I had to rush her to the hospital. She lost the baby. But this time it was an ectopic pregnancy. And that's when the baby is stuck in the fallopian tube. And only um, how to remedy that is through surgery. So right. they had to cut her open, remove one of her tubes, and she was sore. She had to be bedridden for like four to six weeks. And my, look, man, I took her home, you know, and I still had to go and hustle in the streets. Right, 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 right. So, man, I just saw her in there. You know, my woman is like a live wire. She like real smart. Outgoing. Yeah. I just yeah. saw my I saw my girl. I saw my little baby. Like she wasn't herself. Yeah. And I just was like, damn, man, I can't stop hustling. Like, so I'm like, I gotta get something to take her mind away from it. So, you know, we always used to read, you know, that yeah. was our thing. Like we would go to the bookstore, read, trade books, talk right. shit. So yeah. I'm like, all right, what can I do to just like take her mind off of it? So she real competitive. So I'm like, hey, I bet you I can write a better book than you. And I saw her face. She like, nigga, no, you can't. <laughs> that spark came. Yeah, she like, nigga. All right, so boom. So what I did, um, I, I pulled the desk up to the bed, right? So she could write while she was in the bed. This is before laptops, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah. and laptops back in the day. Those big joints. Yeah, 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 that yeah, shit yeah. like having a little refrigerator on your <laughs> Right, that would have yeah, yeah. kept her sore. Like, sit that motherfucker <laughs> on your lap. Real shit, man. So what I did is pulled the little table up to the bed and... um. You know, when I got home, I'll write my story a little bit. She'll write hers. And I think, like, a couple weeks passed, we switched. And that shit was so fucking good. I'm like, yo, this shit fire. She said, nigga, yo shit fire. Right, she right. like, yo, if we merged it, and mind you, she ain't crying no more. She ain't she, thinking she, about she, the she, Yeah, she, 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 talking she about, healing better. Like, cause she, yeah, her mind ain't on it. Her yeah, mind she, ain't on she, it. She immersed herself in her story. So she like, yo, if we mix this shit up. So she, we started to, like, talk about it. And mix our stories together. Listen, I didn't hustle for a week. I ain't do nothing. Me and her stayed in the house, and we wrote this book together. Like, we we switching chapters. You do a chapter, I do this chapter. Then we switch it. Then we do it again. And we had a whole book. Yeah. We got done. She was like, yo, this shit, this shit, we probably can do People something with this. People yeah. read this. So, yeah, so, you know... I ain't thinking. I'm like, yeah, it's all good. I'm like, all right, shit, we, shit, we wrote a book together. That shit, that's some crazy shit. So... 
She's like, hey, go grab another the go. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did a book. Uh, yeah, I'll be back. Let me go grab another nine piece. You know Real shit. So um, yeah. the thing was, um, it was getting hot around my way. Like niggas started getting indicted. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, we finna go off to college. Like it was a place called Ferris State University. Yeah, Ferris yeah, State. Ferris State yeah. yeah, we. I had just had enough grades to get there, but like she helped me. We got there, so yeah. I got admitted. They just told me I had to take some uh. What's that called? Like, um, I was on, like the first college. I was courses. on probation. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I had like a two point eight. I had, you know, so I had to take like some, uh, you know, like uh, I think one of my classes was called note taking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. to pay for this shit. Yeah. You know, I'm paying for a cash. So I had to pay for this shit, and I knew it wasn't gonna help. But anyway, so we went out there, and what I would do is just come home on the weekend, and you know, do my thing, go back out to school, do my thing, and. Like, I ain't know she sent this shit out to like five publishers. Right. So one day, we actually at the school now. We living there. Now, do y'all live on campus? Yeah, we live on campus. Okay, okay. Yeah. So like, she Ferris. I don't know how it is now, but it used to be split up where the boys on one side, the girls on one side. Right. So I used to put my work um, when I go back home, come up. I used to put my work in her dorm room just because I know it was more. Easy yeah, to hide. Yeah, then go back to the other side yeah. where all the rowdy boy niggas, the you niggas, the niggas yeah, gonna rob me yeah. or some shit. So one day I was going back home to you know make some more plays. She called me like nigga, come back. I was like, wait, wait, what happened? She was like, come back right now, nigga. We got it. I got an email. You know, back in the day, you only check emails <laughs> once a month because yeah. the shit on the computer it wasn't on your phone. Yeah. She's like, nigga, I went to the email. We got five different people wanting to give us a deal. I said, nigga, I turned back around. Yeah. So when I came back in her room, she over the toilet flushing all my dope down the toilet. Yeah. Right. And so I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. lost that ten thousand dollars worth yeah, of work. Nigga. Yeah. So so I'm I'm hot. I'm like, yo, what the fuck you doing? She like, nigga, they said they want to fly us out to New York tomorrow. Like, yeah. fuck, we ain't doing this shit no more. I said, <laughs> shit, flush it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. said, we out, flush it. So shit. She flushed all that shit. You know, we uh I think this was the first time we was on the plane. We shot out to New York. Man, we went out to New York. They put a deal on the table. That shit wasn't even enough to. I was making more money than that. I'm now. I'm thinking about the fucking <laughs> the, the lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the the QP she flushed down the fucking toilet. You know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, so I think they gave us. Um, I don't want to quote. I think it was like four or six thousand. I don't know. It was something small. I think it was was it three thousand? Anyway, I think it was. I think it was three thousand. So did you have to take that three thousand dollars to go get back on? Yeah, but nigga, like, it wasn't even, you know, <laughs> when you do a deal and they say they're going to give you some money, you got to sign papers. Yeah, it ain't yeah. like they give it to yeah, you. Right, you got to wait on you the You waiting on the 3000 yeah. to, to, to get so, ultimately back in the game. Yeah, so look, I, I'm thinking I'm a hustling shit. I'm like, yo, um, we don't want 3000 nigga. We want 30000 in a book. Yeah. It was like, he laughed at us. The publisher said, yeah, I'll give you 30000 if you write 10 books. Right. Because essentially he was giving you $3,000 for yeah, one book. Yeah. So we went back home. And I already had took that loss. I'm like, shit, we gotta get this shit back, man. We fucking cranked ten books out in like, in like eight months. Eight months, but the yeah. but the initial book that y'all wrote in 2003, two years later, ended up being like the basis of Dirty Money, right? Dirty Money. Now, Absolutely. people uh, hear these terms like publishing houses or self publishing or yeah. or stuff like that. Could you explain the difference between what self publishing is yeah. and then being with a publishing house? It's, it's simple. It's like dope. When you self-publish, you buy your own shit, you sell your own shit. Yeah. When you get a publisher, they put up the money for you, they sell it for you, and they give you a, a cut off of it. Yeah. Simple. So when you get published, 
Somebody give you a mask, they sell your book for you, and they give you a percentage. When you self-publish, you put all your money up, you and get you get all, all your money, money back. back. Okay, Simple okay, math. Okay. So what do y'all prefer at this point in the game? At this yeah. point, self-publishing, right? Because we're yeah. we on yeah. right their ass. Like, we, we've been getting money from publishers for so many years. Yeah. And um, our fan base is, is high as it ever been. So yeah. it just makes more sense now. Like, unless somebody going come and put the numbers on the like table. You just can't refuse it. Yeah, you know, so, but everything's a negotiation. I'm not even against me and publish. It yeah. just got to make sense for me and my family. So, so like, y'all New York Times bestsellers, yeah. right? What what does that actually mean? Because you hear that term yeah. and, uh, okay, so say in music, because uh, we all love the music. It's we we the, know when a nigga- It's winning the Grammy. Yeah, okay, that's what I was going to yeah, say. It's, it's when, once you have that title, the New York Times bestselling author, Yeah, that mean at one point, you the best, you the top 20 best-selling author in the in world. Gen- in a certain genre or yeah. just overall? Yeah, in the genre. Okay, so, right. it's, so it's like... It's, it's the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how many books, is it is it a sale thing or yeah. is it a, is it a well, content it's, thing? Well, you know, what I like about the New York Times, you can't, you can't finesse it. You okay. can't cheat it. Okay. They have an algorithm that they don't make public. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's why religious books like the Bible and the Quran and stuff can never be a part of it, right? Because yeah. whatever algorithm they use, nothing to ever compare to this, right? Yeah, because if somebody knew, like, all right, if I sell 20,000 in the first week, I'm going to hit the list. Niggas, I would, if you smart, you'd be like, I'm just going to buy up 20,000 of my shit. Because yeah. when you hit the New York Times, you get so much publicity. It, it, it just skyrockets your shit to another yeah, level. When you go to the publisher, you tell them that, like, Honestly, us hitting the New York Times added two zeros to our check. So yeah. those $30,000 checks turned into $300,000 checks yeah. overnight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we was making- So y'all was out the gate, New York No, Times. no, no, okay. Uh, okay. no. no. Okay. We, um, like I said, you got to understand, we wrote 10 books in a short amount of time. And we sat back and we had a publisher that was putting it out in the streets for the for the cheap. And we didn't even know we was that big, right? right we right. like took the $30,000. I'm doing my other shit. But we went to a book signing in New York because, mind you, we ain't never. I was hustling, so we never did Facebook. We never did Black Planet. We never did MySpace. This because right, you this don't want to be seen. Yeah, they, they, none of that. This, this is this this could knock the whole cartel. Yeah, the, see, the early fan base know that Ashley and Jaquavis didn't even take pictures for the first six years. Like they didn't even know who they thought. They thought we was brother and sister. They thought we was one person because it was Ashley yeah, Jaquavis. Ashley, like. They didn't. They thought it was two girls. You know, they ain't never saw I, no name like Jaquavis. I, you know? I think the first time I might have seen a picture of y'all is when y'all did the deal with Cash Money, yes. like on all hip hop. Yeah, that, that might be like the first time I ever seen a picture. Yeah, and that was you seven years after we got the deal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and and you know when I talked to Stunner, Stunner told me like, "Yo, nephew, you got to get out there." Like, you know me, man. I, I put on glasses, I, nigga. I ain't, I ain't never needed no glasses, <laughs> but I'm just like, yo, I want to look. <laughs> yeah, I want to look like an author. From, yeah, 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 far away from myself as possible. Yeah, really. man. Like this is how an author looks. Like, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah, I ain't yeah. know what I was doing. I'm like, man. I Give me some glasses. Give me a stylist. Yeah. We did a photo shoot. I, I cringe every time I see them pictures to this day, yeah. but it was a necessary evil. Yeah. Yeah. So how many times are y'all, okay, because y'all are America's most successful literary couple because y'all got all these books together, yeah. but some people like to put the black in front of it, but yeah. overall, like I researched literary couples, like yeah. y'all There's are literally the better. most successful. There's nobody yeah. that's doing yeah. better. So Yeah, the like, New York Times, they- they did an article on it, like a six-page article, yeah. and, they, and they called us that. And then, like, yeah. yeah, so 
So y'all on the New York Times bestseller list, but how many times? Like how many times did y'all hit that mark? Oh, like a, a lot, man. I can't even count them. I think it's. Do it still feel good though when y'all hit it for a, a book? Because it could nah, be per book, right? Yeah, per book. But you know, after you hit it once, you in that club forever. Forever. So, so, so it, it don't matter if I hit it once or ten times. You still yeah. a New York Times bestselling author. Right. So right. the first time was the sweetest. Yeah. How and did y'all celebrate? Um. Wow, man. We uh. Man, you you gotta understand. We didn't know that we were selling that much. We did, you know, we still in Flint. Yeah, and in New York, our shit booming, bang. You know what I'm saying? We didn't even know it wasn't no internet. We ain't give a fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. We, just, but the the publisher was getting rich off the shit. I'm yeah. and my my adolescent mind, I'm thinking we getting the publisher. Man, we gave this dumb nigga give us thirty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, this motherfucker making millions. You know what All I'm right. saying? I, but no, I ain't hating on them. No, that's no, because that's the game. Though. That's the game. Yeah, yeah, and, and, the game. and I and I Are love you still in contact with that publisher? Uh. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It, it it ain't no uh animosity nowhere, man. Like I, I love whoever helped my journey or my wife's journey. I love them to death, man. I never yeah. speak negative about anybody, right, right, publicly. Because in, 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 in actuality, you told him that you wanted thirty thousand dollars. He told you what to do to get thirty thousand dollars, and he held up his end of the bargain. And I did mine, and you yeah. did yours. Absolutely. So it, that's a deal. That's a deal. There's nothing Real to be shit. mad at. I was just saying, like, because I was gonna ask you, who was that publisher? Yeah. If you don't mind saying, but you don't have to, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But like, you don't want to either. But it, 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 it don't <laughs> no, but matter. It, it don't because, matter. But but really, that was what you asked for, and he gave you what you asked for yeah. because he knew if they can do ten books in eight months, yeah. he when when y'all came back with that, that nigga already knew what, what was it about was. To happen yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? He took a chance on us too. That's what I'm saying. saying though. So so uh, Carl Weber, he helped us out a lot. Yeah. You know I'm, I'm, I I never kick his back in like that because he really believed in us. And he he's an intelligent black brother, man. And I'm so appreciative of him. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So he the one that kinda helped us. He the yeah, one right. gave us our first deal, pushed our shit into right, the streets right, right. And, and made it what it was. So y'all are able to write these books in the, this short span of time because you and your wife have a pack of five thousand words a day. Yeah, absolutely. Who came up with that? Like who said like well, who picked the number? Cause that's a lot of fucking words, well, man. When, <laughs> no, you know what, man? You gotta when when you we started off like that because we wanted to knock out these 10 books and we say yo we want to knock out these books and then some amount of time how can we do it and it's a math problem We're like okay a book is seventy five thousand words we need to do this many we need to do it in this amount of time you do five i do five we can do ten thousand a day we can knock out a whole book in a week right if we stay on that shit right right so we started off like that and that's just what we do man like we got books right now man we got books I could I could start right now and I could put out books in the next seven seven to eight years. And that's dope. That's dope. That's, that's, dope. Dope. that's, that's dope. dope. So boom, we mentioned Stunner. How did that deal come about? Because uh, now two thousand three, two okay. So y'all first book dropped in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Uh, the temperature of the street lit genre at this moment mm-hmm. is. Every book is just like nah. What what was all the uh, Dutch and shit? Like that. Yeah, every coldest book. Coldest one ever. It, it, yeah. Well, coldest one ever was was something special to me. And then Terry Woods, True to the Game. True to and the then game. for a long time, everything after True to the Game, no matter who it was by, was just True to the Game. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So where are y'all at in the watching from Coldest One Ever, True to the Game, and y'all coming in? Where are y'all at in this now? In 2005, what's the climbing of it? Um, like. Like, could you be a little bit more specific? Like, what you mean? No, like, what, what I'm saying ranking, is, okay. Like, 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 like so, you know, Coldest Winner Ever is yeah. the top dog. You know what yeah. I'm saying? 
and then true to the game come and that true to the game is what spawned a lot of yeah. similar true to the game type of stories yeah. and then it's 2005 and dirty money is coming out because that's the first book that was actually published right yeah dirty so money. where is not y'all ranked that but like mm-hmm. where is this in the in the time frame of true to the game yeah and well, all of that? okay um well i don't know what your true to the game came out okay okay you know what i'm saying but it was it was the same era they they opened the doors. Yeah, Jerry Woods yeah. bust the doors down for us. Yeah, that because you know that was something like because yeah. coldest winter ever. Like we was familiar with Sister Soldier as a as a as an entity in entertainment. So right. to when it was Sister Soldier dropping a book, a lot of people was on it because. A is Sister Soldier. Mm-hmm. Then you read the story. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. this shit is really good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Terry Woods, from from my knowledge of who yeah. she is, she just popped up. She was just like, she just came and hit. Yeah. And then and that, that shit hit, though. That, that yeah. shit hit. Like, yeah, like that yeah, shit yeah, hit. Yeah. It, was, it was around the same era. But okay. it, I think like True to the Game came out years before we came right. out with it. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, so y'all- yeah. It's different eras. Right. So basically, y'all the first duo in this. Like, y'all the, are y'all yeah. the first- Team well, in this couple, know, man. I, a couple. I, I already like, I already like keeping up with everybody, man. And like, you know, it, it's a way that you can make it corny too. Like, yeah, me and my girl, right? Like, man, we, my, my girl a gangster, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. she and she know how to love a gangster. She's trying to hold, she know how to hold another one down. So, I think I sleep with the best writer of all time, right? Right. At right. night, and she tell me she do the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Now, if we had so. to take her out of the equation as the best writer of all time, and well, you and her, we take both of y'all out of the equation, who is your favorite author and why would they be your favorite author? Donald Goins. Yeah. Donald Goins. Donald, by yeah. far, man. Donald Goins. Look, look, this is how I can put it right. I can read a Donald Goins book now and be entranced, right? This nigga wrote that shit 30, 40, 40 years, years ago. ago. Imagine him today. Oh, man. Ganged up down. Listen, ain't nothing mm-hmm. like Horse Son, man. Yeah, Horse Son is my favorite yeah, book. Yeah, ain't nothing like Horse Son, yo, man. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, in, in all actuality, my name is Santuan. My name came out of a Donald Goins book. Word. And my dad, it, yeah. his name was Sir Santuan. And it was about some brother. So he, that was just his name. Yeah. And my dad... Um, he can't remember what book it came out yeah. of. So I just been You've buying him Donald Goins books, trying like just trying out. to figure it out. But yeah, that's where my name really came from out yeah. of the Donald Goins yeah. books. That's what I said, man. Yeah. So, my favorite, hands yeah. down. I mean, shit, he a lot of people favorite, but y'all a lot of people favorite because when we get to this cartel series, mm-hmm. this book is was at one point banned in the penal system. Absolutely. That's how I first heard of it. I got yeah. a partner been down for a long time. Okay. And he like, dog, he he called me so excited, like, bro, I need you to try to get this book for me. But yeah. you like he gave me like specific instructions yeah. if I found a book, how I had to send it. Yeah, rip you off feel the what cover. I'm saying? Yeah, like you, you gotta cut the cover off. Yeah, all yeah. tight, like very specific. So you know it's some jail shit. Cause yeah. I'm like, what? what the, like I know, I'm just I know trying to get a book. Truth. You feel what I'm saying? I'm trying to get a book in. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, well, first of all, I couldn't find it. That's yeah. for one. And then I asked him later, like, why why did why did you want me to do it like that? He said, Oh, because if that shit get caught coming in this motherfucker. Yeah. You ain't gonna be able to mail me shit no more, yeah. and I ain't gonna be able to get no mail no more. <laughs> you feel we, what I'm man, saying? Man, listen, man, we, we was giving so much game, bro. And in, in, in those cartel books, right? We was talking to the readers, we was talking to the general public, but we was whis- whistling Dog and whispering to the hustlers. Yeah. So yeah. we were saying shit in those books where they knew that we, it was real. We, it was you know real. What I'm saying? Yeah, the, yeah. the lingo, yeah, the, the yeah. prices. Like you read a you read a person book, they have a brick. Selling for twelve thousand, you know what I'm saying? But that's not realistic. No, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, unless you made that shit. Yeah, you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? Like unstepped on twelve thousand. Come on, niggas in the game. Like, okay, where is that? Cause yeah. I want all of them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And um, we were just, you know, we was whispering, dog whistling, 
to the hustlers and they really was like, all right, these niggas know what they talking about. Yeah. So the cartel books became $100 bills in jails. Right. People right. was getting stabbed. They was, you know, we couldn't get them out quick enough. And, and that's you know a saying? good thing, but that's a bad thing. Like yeah. like a good thing it's a that y'all, it's a nigga who got stabbed. stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. But I'm saying like to, to have that level of like people knowing that it's real. So like I said, I initially started reading it and then my hunger gave me the audible so I could listen to the audible. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Did I call for yeah. <laughs> And then, but hearing it, like when you're hearing it, it's like, okay, like you visualizing it. So I'm listening to this shit at work. I work a 12, 12 and a half hour shift. Yeah. That's how I could run through so many of them. Mm. And, yeah. and I'm listening and I'm seeing this shit. I'm like, okay, because, and then you swing it back to Flint and you bring Zaire in from Flint, right? Uh-huh. And when I'm listening to these stories or my brother read in these other books, these people are based on people who are in your life. Absolutely. Because you could tell yeah. the, the, even with the gist, writing the the high level of respect that the characters demand like we was talking about mecca and no him killing his brother was not what's up because he killed his brother in an emotional state but emotional rage emotional rage but at the end of the day his brother did betray him it's gonna take a lot for somebody to pull the betrayal aspect over the him killing his brother you know what i'm saying and those situations that happen every day but the character zaire how close is that to you because he was the young hustler. Yeah. He was raised by by Carter Jones, but yeah. Carter was uh, just a little bit over him, which means yeah. at one point he could have been a father figure, then he Absolutely. turned into a brother, yeah. and then he turned into counsel. So, yeah. like, is Zaire slightly based on you as a as a person? Well, all all of our male characters are based off of a portion of my life, okay. right? Because as a human, you grow and you blossom. Right. So at a point in my life, I was Zaire. But then it was a point in my life where I was Mecca. It was a point in my life where I was Carter. You know, and I have aspirations to be Carter Diamond, the father. The father. See, that's why I got to get back to that series. And and, and then you know what else I like that you do? I like because I'm reading it years later. I'm listening to it years later. So shit that people didn't pick up on Mm -hmm. at the time, how you tie everything in. Mm -hmm. How when Breeze go to Haiti, then she get on a ship is Murderville. And Murderville Uh is about human trafficking, which is a big problem today. You know what I'm saying? But then it was also in the Murder Mommies when Dog went to... uh, um, what was it? What was his name? Cause I ain't like him. Cause he played his man's for his bitch. Uh, <laughs> what, what, damn, what was his name? And you know what's his name, man? The the, uh, the 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 nigga who went to be the mayor. Uh, that's murder mommies, right? Murder mamas when dog was the mayor. You talking about brick? Brick went to be the um. Oh, but he went to meet with. Carter though. Basically, he okay. went to meet yeah. Carter, and that swung it back around to the cartel. Yeah. But okay, Mia Moore. Yeah, yeah. This is a nigga. Yeah. This is a. This is the yeah. bitch you want Absolutely. until you find out. Like yeah, yeah. this bitch will kill you. Like yeah, yeah. that was a cold bitch, man. Yeah, man. And 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 like to have her and Carter hook up. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Like in in my mind, I'm like, yo, this bitch knows him. She about to try to rock him to sleep. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. And then I'm like, but he know this bitch on the family. Uh-huh. But it was really just a general love story. They yeah. had no clue, and they were like perfect for each other on all levels. Like I commend that type of writing because. Yeah. It takes away from it just being some shoot 'em up dope story. It like it it, it, it humanizes so, the right, people. The dope and the murder is just backdrops to, 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 to the exactly. story. You Listen, feel what man, I'm saying? Look, this, this is what me and my wife do. Right, we discuss great stories. Yeah, that's the trick, man. I ain't gonna give everybody our, our right, season, right, 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 right. But the trick is, man, you come up with a great story. Right. The backdrop and the settings, that's what you can change up. Yeah, that's what we put. You know, it's like two different stories in one. Like we create this world, we romanticize the streets, 
and then we put a great love story in the middle, middle of that. Of it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's how me and her create these things. Right. You know well, they I'm wouldn't saying? be able to do that anyway because at the beginning of the day, this started with a great love story. You got to yeah. think. Somebody found a nine piece, mm-hmm. gave it back whole. Yeah. Y'all been on ever since. Mm-hmm. Nobody could draw that type of inspiration. Right. But back to the cartel, but then we go get to the new book. Mm-hmm. And uh somebody who probably had a lot of experience with that type of with that type of lifestyle called you and told you they actually love that book and then take them back there. Like how yeah. did how did that make you feel knowing that that type of person on that yeah. type of level? Because yeah. far as we know, people we know, unless we know somebody really tied in, mm-hmm. it don't get no bigger. Yeah, you man. feel what I'm saying? So yeah. when you when he told you them words, yeah. like how did that make you feel? Like that your writing like reached that that type of person. And he he knows authentic. He ain't yeah, calling nobody who just write and saying yeah. that shit. When when Big Meech told me, you know what I'm saying? He like, man, you you gonna make me get addicted to these books, <laughs> man. Um, it, it it made me feel good. It just kind of stamped it, you know. But I mean, I know I know ten Big Meeches. Yeah, I know ten Big Meeches. So I don't want to discount them. Yeah. That um well they, I only said that because yeah. that was made public. Yeah, you feel yeah what no, saying? but that's my partner, man. We got deeper ties though. Like um, yeah. Juice today is actually her birthday. Oh, oh yeah, Juice, rest of yeah, the rest of I actually listened to her on your white podcast yeah. when it first came out. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, Juice and Big Meats was like this sisters, right? brother and, and sister. Um, Juice was my sister, man. I yeah. talked to her every day. Um, she was like the love of my life. As a, from like a sister standpoint, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, you know, because yeah. she was older than me, but she gave she, me so she much game. You. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? She loved my wife. We loved her. Everybody you know? loved Juice. Yeah, man. Like, Juice that's, Yeah, like that's like I'm talking yeah. about any nigga who you think a celebrity. Yeah. I've never heard nobody say nothing bad about her. No, man, you feel man. what I'm saying? And, and that and used really to be a goal of ours to be in that magazine. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Ju- Juice magazine was like, I think even Jeezy said. You know what I'm saying? I get juice like the magazine. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. I so, think that actually went over niggas' heads who yeah, didn't know they about the know. magazine. Yeah. yeah, so like you know when we heard that, that's like I, right, you know what yeah. I'm saying. But um, they can't tell that BML story without juice. I really hope they like shine cool. on what she did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we actually hear we talking and we kicking it, but y'all got a new book coming uh-huh. out, which is the streets have no queen. Now, I read yeah. the streets have no king, yeah. right? And uh, something always stood out, and I always think about the old man. Mm. He got ate by some hogs. Yeah, and what yeah. people don't know is that hogs will eat your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wild he, boars. Yeah, he like had a hog boars. pit and yeah. actually fell into it himself. Now, is this a is is this a prequel? The streets have no queen. Is that, that how does that tie in? The streets yeah, had um, no king. Listen, man, that I try to. Okay, when I write, man, I try to write in puzzles. Yeah. Right? I don't think you're really going to understand the whole thing until the whole series is over. Okay, so that's just the next book in the series. Yes, it's the next book. And it connects all the way through, but your first read, you might not get it. Yeah. You got to read it back and kind of – but it's, it's it's a puzzle. It, it connects. It always does. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. And I, I could contest to that with being able to – Yeah, see, yeah, with, like, the Murderville with the Murderville. Yeah, you then, understand? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I peep it all. Like, And at the time, nobody actually would have got it because Murderville wasn't out yet. It and that was your first release on Cash Money. Or was yeah. that the only release on Cash no, Money? No, no, we did Murderville with Cash Money, but we did three of them. So we did Murderville 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Stunner and Slim, man, those my niggas for life, man. They, they gave me – 
the biggest check I ever got in my life. You're not the first person I you heard say that. that. Yo yeah. Gotti says that all the time. Real he says shit. you can say what you want, but them niggas gave me enough money to get out of the streets. Real right, shit, right. Man. So um I, I love Stun. I talked to him the other day, man. So yeah. hey, yeah. well next time he in time, man, bring him through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So baby can <laughs> nah, get on the you nah, know nah, nah, I plug he he look, man, he 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 fuck with street niggas, man. Like yeah. baby one of them niggas, like he get a bad rap. And I, I can't really speak on everybody else's business because yeah. it ain't mine. But that that's that's like a McDonald's thing. You go go to McDonald's sometimes and you it ain't gonna be yeah. it ain't gonna be as but, good. I mean, you shit, know what I'm saying? it's like the streets, man. You pay who you gotta pay. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, that's all I'm gonna say about that. You pay yeah, who you, yeah. I, it, you pay who you gotta yeah, pay. Yeah, 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 Stunner yeah. always paid me, man. He always was one hundred with me yeah. and my wife. So I, I I gotta respect them. Okay, now let me ask you this for all the authors that might be listening. Like, mm-hmm. how do they get you some of their work? Are you interested in helping other authors put their work yeah. out? Is that something that y'all well, do? Well, I mean, look, I'm look, I'm an open book, man. I always give an author game. Like, contact me anytime. Yeah. You know, I'm around. I, 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 guess, I, I, I got yeah. something for you. Like, right, dope, I, I, dope. like, like yeah. I talk to you off air okay. about what's yeah. going on with it. I, like, I love what people say that on podcasts. I talk yeah, to you off air, air yeah. <laughs> but no, like, I, like, like seriously, yeah. and, and that, that's what that was about. Okay, you, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, that I, was, that was about. So. I would love to help you in any way, man. Yeah. And that's for anybody, man. I just love yeah. to, you know. Yeah, well, but, that's what we do. That's the yeah. connected experience. Yeah, I mean, we going to say the motto at the end, but let us add, we wanted to know about what's the best advice anybody has ever ever given you in your life the best mm. advice mm. that's a good question right because I, I got a lot of it right yeah. i got a lot of it but like the the best piece of advice i got right is when um this old head told me right and and you can use this with relationships you can use this with hustle you can use this with anything pertaining to your life right Never chase two rabbits because you will end up losing them both. Right. Right. And and I explain it to you. So like um it was this old man on the block. Um his name was Cowboy. He was a wino and he used to sit outside of the uh of the store and um you know, it'd be a group of five of them. Every time somebody come up there ask them for some money, hey man, you got a dollar? Hey man, you got a big dog, you got can I get your change when you come out? Hey big dog, you got a spare? So this dude, cowboy. He ain't used to every time somebody walk by, he ain't do that. Somebody will walk up, he'll open the door for him. He'll go and stand when they buying their stuff, he'll he'll stand by the uh the the, the fridge. He he'll talk to him on it, he'll open their door for him at the end. Then he'll ask him, Hey, hey, bro, hey big dog, hey player, you got a dollar. Right? So I asked him, like, yo, like, why you do that? He was like, he was like, Man, shit, it's all about customer service. He said, Why they, you know, panhandling one person, then the next one come, they go to the next one, they go to the next one, it ain't no loyalty there. Like, I'm always going to chase one rabbit, I'm going to tackle that motherfucker, I'm going to eat it. But when you get to chasing two, you going to fuck around and lose them both. Right. right? So I use that in business, that's in relationships with a woman, you chase two women, and you try to keep up with two women, you fuck around going to lose them both. Right, right, right. If you got two hustles, if y'all want to do this podcast, but then y'all want to build a building across the street, y'all can do them, but do them one at a time and put your focus into oh, it and knock it out. Because yeah. if you do everything, you're going to end up not completing your podcast dreams and not building a building across the street. Right, right. So right. never chase two rabbits because you might lose them both. And what's the worst advice you ever got from somebody? Pray about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's old heads tell me, hey, pray about it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's, yeah, it's cool. You pray about it. 
but you gotta yeah, put that muscle well, yeah, in with you gotta, it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. You gotta, what I'm you gotta, you gotta yeah. pray. No, I'm. I'm all for praying. Yeah, you pray about it, but then you go and get that motherfucker. Yeah, right. yeah. You hear me? So because because you just because you praying about it, you don't know who gonna intercept them prayers. Dude. Yeah. You, you you feel me? That's real. Think, think about God. He he lining up his blessings. Yeah. He he got he got you praying about it, but he got my man praying about it and uh doing this the, the footwork yeah, with it. Yeah. He gonna pick the person that's putting in that work too. Right, right, so, right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. What's your best purchase you ever made? Best purchase, that's a good one. My best purchase, mm. when I bought my rights back, can't beat that. Bought my that back. You know what? That was gonna be a yeah. question of mine. Yeah. I was gonna ask like, what do y'all do? Y'all own any rights? I don't even need to know to what because yeah. just getting your rights back, yeah. Yeah, people man. don't understand how monumental. So yeah, for y'all people listening, them. that's yeah. like uh, Jay Z getting reasonable doubt back. Yeah. He owns that. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Not not everything. No, I'm just saying the but, rights. The know? rights. Yeah, the but, rights. That's but fucking the ones phenomenal. We, yeah, 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 yeah. What's your favorite series that y'all read? Um, my favorite book is Supreme Clientele. Yeah, Supreme. that's my favorite book because I think it was well constructed. It was witty. Um, is this on Audible too? Because we yeah, listen to Audible. Absolutely, it was exclusively with Audible at one point. Well, yeah, right? well, we just signed the deal with Audible. We got a big deal that's. Um, about to be announced. Well, they announced it, but it's about to be a big launch. Yeah, we got a um a book coming out called the Confessional. Okay, it's um solely with Audible, direct yeah. deal with Audible. Yeah, and um it's gonna be big. Is it's done? It comes out later this year, actually. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go. That help, was was that y'all together? That. Yeah, y'all wrote that together. Yeah, us together, man. They they really, man. Shit, they brought out the bank, man. Yeah. I can't shit. I ain't never mad nobody patting my pockets. Yeah, let's get to it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and yeah. you are also known as the Basquiat of writing. Why do they call you that? Man, um, Huffington Post said that, man, because, man, my shit is like paintings. Man, you might not get my shit on the first book. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. You might not get it on the second one, but if you put the whole painting together, it that's when sense. you get it. So it's like strategic. It's like abstract writing, yeah. right? And that's how the writer explained it to me. You yeah. Know? Uh, did you get a chance to thank the the teacher who put this literature in you while she still was alive? You know what? I was doing a combat jack interview, man. And, um, well, it's actually one of my favorite, one of my favorite interviews. And um, we, he asked me about my upbringing, and I did the interview, and you know, she died like, like a day or two after. Straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I know she know I loved her because yeah. she saw me become a writer, yeah. and um, I just ain't never get a chance to like sit down and just. Tell I wrote her a letter and told her thank you for everything, but I don't know if she got it. Yeah, you know, so right. I sent it to an old address. Yeah. You know, but I but think she it, knows. it came from the heart, so she yeah. felt it. The, the, she the, she, yeah, she, she always with me every time I write a word down. She know, yeah. she, she put it in me. So and Mildred Robson, I want to say her name. Mildred, Mildred Robson. Robson, yeah, yeah, yeah Mildred okay. Robson. Yes, and nephew, he basically put put the the even yeah. though you come from the from the from yeah. that era yeah. of selling drugs. Yeah. What do you feel about that today? My nephew, he man, listen, I got mixed feelings about it now because I used to idolize him when I was little. Yeah, like man, he put me on. He the first one showed me a boo boo. You know what I'm saying? Showed me a brick for the first time. He did this, but then I thought about it, like man, this nigga was serving my mama for shit for years. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't mad at him. Um, God rest his soul. You know. It's just kind of hard. I don't really like talking about that, man, because oh, yeah, I, yeah. I love him and hate him. Right, right, right. Yeah, obviously. So, what's your relationship like with Tax Stone? 
Because this podcast shit is, yeah, yeah, this a lot of this shit come from tax. Like he just did uh, his latest episode uh, from behind the walls. He had Star Brim on there, and it was really good to hear tax again because you can't tell he gone. He like in high spirits. He he and. When we you first was here, the book that I was my book of the episode about A.G. Gunston was the same yeah. book that he said was the last book that Nipsey sent him. Wow. That's how I even got up on that book. So yeah. I read that book and then like it just made me feel like, yo, like tax stronger. He getting better because yeah. when you read in jail, like because I was in the county for like a year and shit, you know what I'm saying? OK. And I actually helped a young brother learn how to read. You know what wow. I'm saying? And that's when I realized how important reading was mm-hmm. because my man, because he, we was in the county. So I said, bro, how the fuck you make it all this time? He said, bro, pictures. He said, if I go to Burger King, I know I ate it so many Whoppers that I know a Whopper is the number one. Yeah. He said, when my homeboys is going to buy clothes, I don't got to know that this say Jabot to hear them say that we about to go get, we getting some Jabots or we uh, doing this. So yeah. like the thought, because Someone has to teach you how to read, yeah. and that's that's not like math. That's not like like somebody has to teach you that these words make these sounds when you put mm-hmm. them together, and that go over people's head when they meet somebody who can't read. Wow. They think that you just you don't you don't wake up. You could see the words a thousand times. You don't know what sounds they make, how to articulate them. So. When I taught the young brother how to read, because I was young myself, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But this is how I discovered he couldn't read, though, right? Because I didn't have a problem getting mail. I was getting all type of magazines. And he would always ask for the magazines. But every time I would talk about something in the magazine, he would be dumbfounded. So I put him to the side one day and I said, hey, uh... I ain't trying to come at you the wrong way or whatever. I said, bro, you are in jail. Because we are in jail and yeah. nigga might get offended. I said, hey, bro, uh, you don't know how to read, do you? Yeah. And he was like, how could you tell? I said, because every time I talk to you about something that you acted like you read that I know that I've read, <laughs> you were clueless. Yeah. And I don't know his name. I, I've never seen him after that. But it's just like, so when I hear people read in different books, you know what type of levels they own. Like if tax reading, because the the the, the when Nipsey say integrated vertically, that's where he got that from because A.G. Gaston was integrated vertically. He owned the, the funeral home, the place who do the bodies. He, yeah. uh, he he sold you the insurance. That's the definition of being integrated vertically. He was the I first like, yeah. black millionaire in Alabama. When Okay, when the civil rights movement was going on in Alabama, he built a hotel so the black people had somewhere I, to go. I, I think I heard about it. Didn't his like daughter's... Or somebody down the line do the book for him? Yeah, yeah. See, because okay, so because okay. that book is from somebody else about him, okay. and then he has an autobiography that I'm that I'm searching for because okay. apparently it's it, this is how they seen him, and mm. it's, it's 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 his second wife's daughter's family. Mm. It's not you you know what I'm yeah. saying because I don't I think he he had a son okay. who ultimately ended up in Detroit somehow right. from Alabama. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But well, how was he in what year? So we know what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> So his his but his the book is somebody else's second wife side of the family. Yeah, so you you could the shit that's accurate is the shit that they can't change. You know, he built the hotel. You know, he did all of this. How he how they think he felt about somebody else. You yeah, you know how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's a dope book. But finish though about tax. Yeah, well, man, tax stone. That's my nigga, man. He he a real he a real solid person, man. Beautiful mind, right. right? The first time we had a conversation, man, we talked like for hours, and I mean, man, we ran through so many ideas and business ideas, and you know, tax the jail nigga, so he knew who I was, you know, what yeah, I'm right? Saying? And then you know, some other shit where we kind of knew each other, and um, he just a real smart, bright guy, man. That I kind of, I kind of, um, I took a liking to, and he took a liking to me. That's my nigga, man. He, he tap in with me, shit. 
a lot. Yeah. You know, and we got some shit going. I just can't wait till he get home. Yeah. Right, right. Because we're going to do some shit. He just, on some real shit, man, he 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 hit my, well, I don't know if I, he hit me, he hit me with a business deal or opportunity that you wouldn't think a person in jail could facilitate. Yeah, right, right. I'm talking about, like, one of them ones, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 And he yeah. just amazed me, man. So if tax election, you know, Man, get home, my nigga. Well, yeah. we we just got to make yeah. sure tax hear this episode. You see, so, <laughs> yeah, he go here. So yeah. listen, so writing is actually hereditary because you and actually have a son who is actually an author. Yeah, my nigga, man, that's my yeah. business manager. Yeah. He, he he over there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so talk about that. What did he see y'all doing it and yeah. start doing it? Like, how how did that come about? Man, my son is a genius, man. Yeah, he a genius, man. He just um he was raised different, you know. When other people was learning um enunciation and ABCs, he learned how to plot build and group think, yeah. you know? So, you know, even when we building ideas, man, at four years old, he'll come and ask something like that. Or mom, I think we should do this. I think we should do that. Yeah. You know, and at first it was kind of funny, but shit, he nine now and he got a new book coming out. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I'll wait to, you know, I, I'll wait till he come in here yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then tell y'all about it. But he, he got a book coming out. He got yeah. a deal. He, he gonna pay his own way, yeah. and I don't even want him to go to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we ain't we ain't nah, with that. No, yeah. no. Nah, nah, his mom want him to go to college, but <laughs> why? When you can start your business straight Early, out the gate, straight out the and, gate, and then you can get your prospects from college right. that work for you. Right. But, and then I had seen you posted a picture of you and him. I think it was his birthday. You said yeah. my son is nothing like me, and I love it. Yeah, man. Explain yeah. that a little bit because I felt the same way. I got a, a, a daughter. She eight. Dope, dope. She is far away yeah. because by the time I was eight, I already thought I knew the path I was going down. And yeah. She just a thousand percent different than me and my brother. That yeah. is so refreshing mm-hmm. that we not gonna have to worry about her with the with the basic girl shit. You yeah, feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. We gonna have to worry about her with the same type of shit. Why you doing this type of business instead of that type of business? Absolutely. You feel what I'm saying? That's just the best comp- compliment you can give a person that their children um, get to bypass all the hardship they did. And my son, um, and, and I, meant, I meant that in the greatest way. I'm not great saying, way, yeah. I say he a nerd and it's the best feeling in the world because he's nothing like me. Yeah. Like he he took all the good stuff. Right, yeah. right, right. And you know what I'm saying? We, I get emotional about my baby. Yeah. You know, he, he right just he's he just the greatest. Right, right, right. And he, right. he going to change the world. Right. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we about to wrap this up, man. We really appreciate you coming, bro. Is this something else you want to say? Well, uh, when do uh, the book drop? The new book? Because uh, that's uh, what this was. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's all good, man. It <laughs> yeah. come out on the first, man. I think that's... September 1st? Yeah. yeah, this, yeah. So this go drop yeah, uh, yeah. the day. So this dropping next week. This dropping next week. Yeah, this go with the book. So where can people get the book? Everywhere, man. Everywhere. Is it going to be... Is it dropping on Audible on the first two? Yeah. Well, no, no. It, it's it's a stagger, so okay. it'll be on Audible maybe thirty to forty five days out. And, and is the streets have no king on Audible? That's coming to it. Okay, okay. around the same time. Okay, because yeah. I was I didn't want to say it, but I was looking for it. Yeah, yeah. You no, know it's coming. I let you know. I let you know when it come out. Yeah, yeah. We Yo, yeah. Know. Right before we get up out of here, now uh, I seen recently the cartel is supposed to be a TV series. Yeah, I can't talk about that. I'll tell y'all off camera. That okay, shit, yeah, that shit yeah. major. Okay, but no, this is the question. Yeah. It's a room for some twins in there, baby. You <laughs> feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Hey, you know, hey, they hey, kind of like Dominican, though, but you, we, can, <laughs> we don't know what Dominican. <laughs> they from yeah, Africa, man. too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you got to be money, though, son. Yeah. You got to be money, though, son. Yeah. That don't necessarily even have to be in there. You feel what I'm saying? People know the book. You feel what I'm saying? It's the TV series. It's based on the book. It's coming, man. It's coming with one one of the most reputable uh, production companies in the business and yeah. actually one of the, a top 
a top 25 rapper of all time is going to be starting. Ice-T, niggas. No, 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 <laughs> I'm talking shit. I'm talking shit. No, that nigga ain't top 25. <laughs> I'm talking shit. <laughs> I love Ice-T, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell people how they can get in contact with you, man. Oh, man. Look, I'm on uh, everything at Real Jaquavis. That's R-E-A-L Jaquavis. J-A-Q-U-A. B I S. Okay, and yeah. how people can get in contact with me, but you tell them. Uh, they can hit you on the Twitter and uh, Instagram at TCE Pod. That's TCE Pod. But what if they want to email us and tell us how they don't like the show? Uh, PR at TCOHH.org. But they can also hit us that way if they want to advertise or tell us how much they do love the show because it's constructive okay. criticism. You ain't yeah. go, you ain't go, you're not going to offend us. You know, yeah, we know some love us, some hate us. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I'm SJ. I'm AJ. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.